Episode 282. When you don't create your reality, you face your reality. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. Welcome to this gorgeous Tuesday uh, here at the very best podcast in the world, your only source in the universe for personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's talk about reality, right? Because uh, that's a thing where a lot of people kind of lost it, particularly during these trying times that, uh, you know, where you had to take sides. And uh, no matter how dull or dark that side was, you kind of sided with uh, those people who had the more appealing message. And uh, uh, this is really what uh, uh, what this episode is not about. <laughs> it's not about social division. It's uh, uh, it's not about uh, which camp you uh, you want to take uh, or you want to stay in. Uh, it's about your reality, and uh, more than uh, the division part, it's about uh, you know which side you decided to take, which position you took and held more likely than not. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's where we're going to go with this episode in that uh, it's about uh, building your own reality rather than uh, being confronted by one that uh, is that uh, or, or that is spiked more or less by outside influence. So, uh, right after our housekeeping, we're going to go uh, down that rabbit hole, that very dark one. Uh, but uh, housekeeping, as always, first item number one, uh, as every day, sharing is caring, meaning that, uh, you know, please share this content far and wide. Uh, reason being that, uh, uh, yeah, there are wallet rapists out there who are going to try to take advantage of seekers who, uh, you know, are looking for answers or uh, motivation more or less and uh, they get this here for free while uh, the same or similar content at least is going to be available uh, you know on the all of these personal improvement websites with all of these quote-unquote gurus in their Bentleys and Lambos and private jets and you know that kind of ordeal uh, thing is they're gonna uh, rape your wallet uh, the reason they have the Bentley is uh, you know because they took all of the money from uh, a lot of uh, a lot of love of people and uh, uh, when they took all their money they said you know hey this next lesson this next one this next one I promise I swear is gonna change your life forever just max out your credit card and uh, a lot of gullible people did uh, in search for their next fix and uh, you know they saw those motivational gurus driving off into the sunset uh, in their Lambo or Bentley with the finger stuck outside the window uh, and a faint sound of gotcha sucker. And to prevent that, you know, just share this content 
Same mission statement, only it's free. Uh, item number two, uh, views herein are my own, do not represent uh, those of blah, 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 my employers, which I don't have, blah, 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 blah. And item number three, rehauling and remodeling mode slowly but surely coming to an end, but only slowly, <laughs> ever so slowly. Uh, so loads of shit, loads of work to do. Uh, and that's why the episodes are going to be a bit shorter, a bit more concise. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get started. So um, the title is When You Don't Create Your Reality, You Face Your Reality. And uh, this means uh, really nothing more than that you are the creator of your reality. You know, there are certain bounds and barriers out there which you have to adhere to. For instance, you know, laws, <laughs> for instance, uh, you know, your tax man, because if you don't pay your taxes, you're going to go to prison. Uh, and, uh, you know, those kind of ordeals, right? But within these boundaries that are out there, uh, your reality is yours to create. And uh, no matter how bizarre or spicy or dull or whatever you want it, that's entirely up to you. But uh, the more uh, you know, heat you want to give on the burner, the more uh, speedy you want your reality to become, the more uh, flamboyant and colorful and tasty you want your reality to become. Uh, a lot is going to be about, well, uh, breaking the rules of society just a little bit, just enough so that you can freely unfold within those boundaries. Well, uh, maybe that was a bit too cryptic. So let me get, uh, let me get you to a really colorful example, uh, lived personally by me some, what, 20 years ago, almost a lifetime ago <laughs> for some people, uh, but still very memorable for me. So, um, prior to my first company, my life was kind of like go with the flow, meaning you know, you did the nine to five. Well, actually, you know, still very motivated. Let's do it nine to seven or nine to eight on some occasions because some clients only got home late. Uh, so in the financial sector, that was kind of a limiting uh, factor, more or less, right? Uh, but I was go with the flow, you know, girlfriend, uh, car, <laughs> and uh, making decent money. I uh, had my office. And, uh, you know, the, the, all those good things that a young, uh, aspiring person in the financial sector needs. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was, I, I don't want to say too perfect, right? Because I was getting bored, uh, slowly, but surely. And, uh, so after, uh, my company, you know, is, is, uh, or after I started my company, everything changed, you know, I worked very, very hard, very long hours, uh, over the weekend, you know, and just to get everything topped off, you got to do your bookkeeping and, you know, that kind of ordeal. And, uh, my then better half uh, decided that that wasn't anything for her, right? <laughs> you know, she was the normal nine to five. So she got home, then she you know, went to the gym and then, uh, you know, but we didn't get a chance to see each other very much because, you know, on the one hand, she wanted the money. She wanted the successful person in her life. Uh, but on the other hand, you know, that successful person should be doing nine to five, 
you know, that's what a lot of girls really expect. Um, and I wasn't willing to forfeit the, my, uh, my success, you know, or well, not my success because I was anything, but at that moment I was working hard. I was making okay money. I could make a living, uh, by that point. <laughs> and, uh, it was like, uh, she left, uh, because she couldn't really bend me into the direction that she was wa wanting to go in, uh, which, you know, entailed, uh, a kid, you know, because her biological clock was ticking. Mine wasn't, <laughs> at least they were not in sync. Let's put it that way. Uh, but you know, an interesting thing happened. I got liberated really in a large variety of ways. Uh, you know, my, my higher powers were gone. Uh, you know, whose nose I had broken in the process. Uh, my girl was gone. So, you know, I had this really big chunk of available time, theoretically working 168 hours a week. Right. And that wasn't anything abnormal. Right. And, uh, by that, I mean, yeah, I got, you know, the sleep <laughs> that you need to, to not die. Uh, but, um, I was working really consistently, uh, 100, 120 hours a week, really putting in the extra effort, mainly spending time educating myself, right? So eight hours of the day was uh, working normally, eight hours of the day was self-learning self or self-teaching, whatever you want to call it, and really bringing myself forward in the field that I was working in. So um, I had no higher powers that were reducing the circumference of my, uh, you know, little success bubble that I was starting to build. A lot of these inhibiting factors had uh, moved out of my life. So I was building my reality to a degree that a lot of people can't fathom. And it took a lot of risk and a lot of courage to jump out of the nine to five wheel. You know, that was the reason our biological clocks weren't synced up. You know, I was like, wait, you know, you want a kid? Now, you know, I just started a business. There's no way I can guarantee that this business is going to be around in two years. <laughs> you know? And the kid is going to be more likely than not. But that was kind of like the responsible factor, the responsibility factor where I said, okay, look, you know, this ain't working out. Nonetheless, the whole thing crashed and burned later. Different story. Anyhow, uh, I had a significant amount of control over my life. Uh, and uh, I used that time, like I said, to become insanely proficient at a lot of things, you know, with loads of time spent on reading, learning, educating myself. Uh, and that put me in a position where I became way better than my competitors, you know, and landed me really, really, really great jobs. Because not only was I better? I stuck out. I stuck out like a sore thumb, really, <laughs> among my competition. All the suit wearers, and I was just different. Really, also the way that I approached the business. I would tell people in their face that their operation had significant problems, and I would tell them what those problems were. And I would say, you know, look, let's sit our asses down and let's figure something out. And that usually entailed, you know, long-term consulting session. Uh, where, you know, they would pay me greatly and handsomely and justifiably so. You know, one client uh, turned out uh, to make 125 million euros increased revenue uh, within a matter of five years based on the work that I did for them. 
right? So my reality was self-created rather than that of a lot of friends who were, I wouldn't want to say fine. <laughs> they were fine by their definition. And so from my understanding, they were fine, but they would look at me, you know, like, like this crazy person, you know, I would go back to the village that I was born and raised in re regularly because my parents, my folks lived there. And, uh, you know, these interesting looks would come <laughs> inevitably, you know, I was like, Whoa, you know, you're back. Uh, hi, uh, where have you been? <laughs> and that kind of ordeal, nobody really knew. And a lot of speculation started to happen, but I was the IT guy <laughs> for lack of better words. Anyhow, um, what am I trying to say here? What's the point? The reality I created for myself put me or gave me uh, tons of liberty, tons of time, um, and without forfeiting any of it to any higher powers out there. And while my friends, you know, they were good for their definition, uh, but, um, you know, I believe that some of that what which uh, some of the escapades I went through during this wild roller coaster ride uh, to create this reality would be would have been good for them because they live in a reality that is theirs, but which they didn't really influence and are still not doing so now. So, what's there left to say? right? What's the reality you want to live in? Is it the one you're in? Or is it the one that you create? So in that sense, I'll leave that decision to you. Uh, you know, again, I'm the last person on the planet to judge anyone for the reality that they're in, if they're comfortable. Uh, I'm not going to motivate anyone to make the first, uh, the, the first step. Uh, towards something different. Because if you're good, okay. If you aspire to something more, change your reality. So in that sense, hope you have a good rest of your Tuesday. For those of you who've had your Tuesday, have a good night. Leave your hands above the blanket. Peace out. Be healthy. Stay safe. Whatever. We'll be back in touch tomorrow when we're going to learn about six lessons from the Squid Game. That was really interesting. See you tomorrow, folks. Bye-bye.